Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Lord of Church Triumphant and Church Militant. Amen. You may be seated. Celebration of the Reformation has kicked off yet another holiday season for us here in the church. Halloween has come and gone, and today we get to celebrate All Saints' Day, which was on the calendar November 1st. And just around the corner, not too far down the road, will be the observation of Thanksgiving, and then the conclusion of another church year. First Sunday in December, one month away, begins the new season of Advent. And Advent's color, as always in the church, will be that of blue. And blue characterizes hope. And that is an interesting word, hope. Used as a verb, it lends itself much more to the idea of a wish or a desire. But when used as a noun, it has a much more solid foundation. As a noun, the word hope is synonymous with expectation. Not only then is it a desire or a wish, but it is what should be. And this for good reason. In Paul's great resurrection chapter, 1 Corinthians 15, the apostle writes, if in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. There, St. Paul is making the strong case for the resurrection of Christ, and thus the resurrection of all those who believe in Him. That resurrection will lead to eternal life in the new heavens and the new earth. If such a thing were not real, then there would be no reason to expect anything better than this life. And yet, because Jesus Christ is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity, eternal life is promised to all who trust in Him. And since Jesus is God in the flesh, and His Word is absolute truth. We have every reason to expect what He says will come true. That we will live forever with Him in His great kingdom. But how sad would it be for all of us and for all people in this world if this was the only life there was to live. Yes, we have had our share of good things and of great experiences in this life. But would we say then that they outweighed all of the bad that we have endured? Now, some may be able to argue for that point, but there are many in this world who could do no such thing. As Christians, God's people, we are expecting 
the goodness in the life still to come to far outweigh and far outshine all of the sadness and the suffering we have known in this life. Because our Lord Jesus has come, because He has paid the full price for all of our sin by His own death upon the cross, and because Jesus Christ is risen from the dead, never to die again, we have the hope, the expectation of the perfected world our Lord Jesus will usher in when He returns in glory. And our appetites for that great day of glory are whetted in today's celebration of All Saints' Day. John's revelation gives us a glimpse of those faithful saints who have gone on before us. In this triumphant church, we see a great multitude that no one could possibly number. For there is no rank, there is no order to this great multitude of the church triumphant, because they are no longer in battle formation. Their rest is one. And their struggles as Christian soldiers are complete. Like you, they fought the good fight of faith while here in this earthly life. Like you, they were poor in spirit, meek, hungering and thirsting for God's righteousness. Like you, they were baptized in Christ's holy name. Like you, they were fed with the living bread and the living water of Christ's body and blood. Like you, they wrestled with temptations and with sin. And like you, they too were overcome by illness and injury in this life and eventually succumbed to death. But that is all over for them. Those saints who have gone on before us are now fully at peace. They are gathered around the throne of God and of the Lamb, singing His praises as we heard in Revelation 7, the whole company of heaven together. And we join them here on earth when we offer our praises to God together in worship. And they join us when we receive our Lord's body and blood in His sacrament at His altar, the meeting place between heaven and earth. For Christ is present with them in heaven, and He is present with you here on earth. He is our link to those who have gone on before us in the faith. And so where Jesus is, His whole church is. The triumphant ones with Jesus in heaven, the militant ones with Him here on earth, all belong to Christ's bride, the church. They in heaven, we on earth. And for those saints who have departed, this veil of tears has cometh rest. Sweet is the calm of paradise the blessed. And just as we live on in expectation of that life still to come, so the church triumphant lives on in the expectation 
of the very same. They are still waiting, still expecting for death and being taken to the presence of Christ in heaven is not the final destination. That is not the end game. For the Lord Jesus has promised new heavens and a new earth. This is foreshadowed in what is seen in the flood. What remains after the waters subside? The waters had completely destroyed the earth, bringing God's judgment. Totally transformed everything. And so Jesus' return on the last day will do the same, though not with water, He promises, but by fire. And from the ashes will be born a new, our eternal dwelling place, a perfect creation with perfect access to Almighty God in the perfect presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, perfectly with all the saints. But, lo, there breaks a yet more glorious day. The saints triumphant rise in bright array. The King of glory passes on His way. A yet more glorious day. The saints in heaven have not yet seen that day. They are free, though, from the evil of this world and the brokenness of our fall into sin. But they are still waiting and expecting that yet more glorious day. The pinnacle, the climax of all of creation's history. The return of Christ to reign. On that day, the dead will be raised. Departed souls of all believers in Jesus will be returned to their now perfected bodies. And this is what we confess as we say the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. And it is what we confess when we say, I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. That great and wondrous day is still ahead. Until then, we do what God has given us to do. Like all those saints who have gone on before us. Care for your families. Stay in touch and in contact with your friends and support them and take care of them. Work hard at your jobs and your careers in assistance to those around you. Strive to do what is good and right because it is good and right. And that is now who you are as God's people in Christ. And keep coming here to God's holy house to be fed with the very body and blood of your Savior, Jesus, for the strengthening of your faith, the very salvation of your souls. This is your good and proper preparation. It is what you and I do while we await our Lord's advent. And the saints and the church triumphant will be the very first to tell you that their sainthood was never by their own doing. And solely a gift from God. Righteousness and holiness always is, for it can only come from God. And all the saints then would steer you right back to Jesus, the author, the perfecter of their faith. 
and ours. He is the sole reason that they belong to the church. He baptized them in His name, and He fed them with His body and His blood. The Lord Jesus daily and richly forgave them in all of their sins. And His life given on the cross is what has won that forgiveness. Now they are in His presence, still as the bride of Christ, but as a part of the church triumphant, free from battle in this life. And they long for what Job knew, that he too one day would see. I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last He will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. My heart faints within me. A yet more glorious day awaits when you and all the saints will see Jesus face to face in your own resurrected flesh. And what a glorious day indeed. Amen. Now the peace that passes all human understanding, guard and keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.